This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to the Ops Authority Podcast. Today, we have a special guest, and I mean that this is a special guest. She is going to be joining you as a certified director of operations, sharing her experience, sharing her successes, and just some of the thoughts and processes that she went through as she was a student inside of our program. She's now graduated, but I'm really excited to share with you guys Kirsten Williams. And as we dive in, let me give you a little bit of her bio so you get a glimpse of who she is, and then she's going to come in here and carry on that conversation. But Kirsten is a certified DOO who's dedicated to helping women-owned service-based businesses create streamlined systems, repeatable processes, and growth-focused strategies so that they can run their business with more ease, more efficiency, and less effort. That sounds so darn good. She believes freedom is a side effect of structure, and she helps visionaries develop the strategy, systems, and support they need to truly step into their CEO role and finally take a vacation or even just a break without their bottom line clients or team suffering. Kirsten, that is beautiful. And I know that that's all, even the people that are listening to you today are probably like, yes, we are dreaming of that. So there are people out there, there are certified DOOs who come in who do that. And Karison, I can't wait to dive into this conversation with you and share with our audience all the good stuff that you have done and accomplished and also get a little bit of a better understanding of who you are and where you were when you joined us inside of the certification. So welcome. Thank you. Yes, I'm really excited for our conversation today. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for being here. All right. So as we were looking through our round, one of our most recent cohorts that you had come through, we were looking, we internally were talking as a team on some really successful people who had come through in your cohort. And you were one of the people that bubbled to the top, kind of like a unanimous vote. We had our accountability advisors and our head of coaching all looking at the individuals that are in your group. And like I said, you bubbled to the top because you had such great success. And so there are things that we look at internally to help us define success. And we've had to get better and better at this over time. And we do that to make sure that there is incredible value both on your side and then accountability internally on our side. And one of the things that we look at are those milestones. And the very first milestone that we encourage all of our students to do is to sell a strategic mapping model. And I remember you got to work with that. You learned the model, you you sold it. And so I want to dive in as we are opening this up to understanding a little bit about how you took that information. What did you do to create that first sell? 
The first sell, I actually reached out to past clients. I was really excited once I learned the process because I had been trying to develop like a strategic planning offer within my business already. And so going through the certification and learning about the strategic mapping model really helped me to formulate the idea that I already had and really make it cohesive. So I reached out to past clients and told them that I was going through the certification and I had run the strategic mapping model in my own business. I really felt like it was, you know, something really powerful and that all businesses could benefit from. And that's how I started selling them with clients that I had already worked with. Yes, I am a big believer. And we actually have that inside of our curriculum where we say, you know, we want you to practice this. We want you to earn your return on investment through this because it's literally handed to you. We give you the full model. And of course, it's up to you to put it into action. And then perhaps the hardest thing is to do the marketing behind it. And a way to shortcut that is to go to people you're already comfortable with. So thank you so much for taking us up on the advice. And I know, how many of them did you end up selling within the six months that we were together? In the six months, I believe I sold six. Yes. 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 That's, that's the number I have. So good to hear that. I mean, six strategic mapping models, you had to have earned your full return on investment. Yes. Just from (laughs) those. And I book retainer clients too. So yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. So tell me a little bit. So I know that the strategic mapping model, the way that we do that is proprietary to us and to our certified director of operations community. So we won't be unveiling any of that goodness today, but off the back end of that, tell me what happened. How did you have the conversation to convert those retainer clients into retainer clients? So off the back end of it, after we go through everything and I get a really good look into their business and what their goals are, I'm able to really pinpoint like how I can come in and help them specifically. And so I think just having that knowledge of where they are in their business and meeting them where they're at and saying like, I know you're here and I know you want to get to point B. And these are the steps that I can do to take us there. That's how I transition them out of strategic mapping and into retainer. Love it. Love it. Because I know that there is a big opportunity, depending on the business model that feels the best for each person, you can move someone from the strategic mapping model into retainer like you have done, and even perhaps projects. Have you moved anyone into a project? I do project planning off of strategic mapping too, like people who don't need full retainer. Um, If they just want somebody to map out all the action steps, I offer that as well. Oh, I love that. They're so... Sorry, I'm just loving all of this. There's so many opportunities that we have off of strategic mapping. It's the reason that we teach it first. It's the reason that it is really kind of our gold standard. It's our criteria for getting into safe, healthy retainer relationships and to finding clients that really fit you because you learn so much about your clients as you go through the strategic mapping. With the strategic mapping, have you sold any to non-clients yet? Yes, I have. Yes. Have you run into a situation, this is real talk now, have you run into a situation where you've done the strategic mapping and you're like, yeah, we're not going to move forward? I actually have. There are a couple I've done with newer businesses and going through the certification helped me realize that my sweet spot is people who are like breaching that six-figure mark and they already have teams in place. And so if I do a strategic mapping with somebody who needs to hire, like I know that they're not a good fit for retainer mm-hmm. because they need a team of implementers for me to be able to come in and support them. Yeah, and that's so important because we can, I know when I was in a weaker mindset, I would look at those people and want to help them so much that I would forego my boundaries and the expectations I have for myself. And 
put myself into that implementation role, even though I knew I really didn't want to be there, which that just comes with a lot of baggage that doesn't put us in our you know best and highest self. So glad to hear that you have had that too. I want to kind of rewind a little bit and have us talk about where you were. Give us a little bit about your background. I know I read your bio, but what was your background before you came to the certification? Before doing the certification, I had been in business for about two and a half years. I did go through the online business manager certification as well. Um, I think about six months before I did the DOO certification. So I started as a tech VA. And in doing that, I realized that I really liked the strategy and the clients I was supporting. They needed somebody to like be that strategic partner for them. And so that's when I transitioned into like a system strategist and then the certification and going through the OBM certification. I feel like it really it validated what I was doing with my clients, but I don't feel like I walked away with a lot of new knowledge. And so that's why I ended up pursuing the DOO certification as well. Awesome. Well, I hope that we helped you to fill in some of those gaps. And absolutely part of what we do is the leadership and confidence building to, you know, help your mindset to get out there and take the action. Cause we know that so many of you guys already have the skills and the training that you need to take the next step. But for most of us, it's like, how do we package this up? Or are we missing something? Is there something that we can be doing? And it sounds like the strategic mapping model met you where you needed it to. And then if I had to guess some of those core background disciplines and skills that we teach on, you already had a lot of those if you were doing systems and tech and operations to an extent before you even came here. So I think that our audience who's listening to this that may be considering the DOO certification would like to, you know, they want to know that sometimes people come in here and they have they have a lot. We actually just got an application last week that said, do you feel like I could be overqualified? And our team was internally talking about that. And it's like, if you've applied, it's because you want something more. You desire something different, whether you're ready to make a pivot, whether you're looking to change your the way that you have a, your career built, or you're ready to stand up a business on your own. And so you're ready for change. And a program like this comes in with both hard skills and soft skills, those leadership skills. So I truly don't believe that there is anyone that is overqualified, but Valid question, and I'm glad that we had the opportunity to dive into that today. When you were considering, I know you had come from the OBM cert and then six months later, which is actually pretty close, but we do find that a lot of people leave the OBM certification and come here very soon thereafter. In my mind, before I had all this data collected, I thought that it would be like years in between, but we're finding that they're quite close. When you said yes, or you were considering the DOO certification, was there... Anything that slowed you down from jumping in? Yes. <laughs> I actually had my second child in June, oh. uh, the June before I joined. And so I like just kind of completely shut down my business when I had her. I didn't, I just kind of shut down. And so I felt like I was starting from scratch and it was a big investment. And I had already invested like in the OBM certification and I had done like some tech VA trainings as well. So that was my hesitation just... At that point, I didn't have steady clients and the investment was big, but I was actually doing subcontracting work for an OBM agency and the owner of that agency was DOO certified. Mm -hmm. And so in working with her and seeing how the DOO certification really helped her business, that's what gave me the confidence to really take the jump and do it for myself as well. 
Well, I'm so glad that you did because I think that you are where you want to be and probably on a launching pad to jump even further. So I'm certainly glad for this other DOO who was able to model this for you and bring you in here. Any advice that you'd give somebody who is on the fence about joining our program? My advice would be to go for it. I think it's really the best thing that I have done for my business. I have never like walked out of a program and felt like so sure of my return on investment, like monetary and even just the growth in myself, like the way that I'm able to show up and support my clients and the confidence that I have in my business and to like go after those six figure entrepreneurs is was big for me. Like, I'm pretty sure I tripled my revenue, my monthly revenue in doing the program. And so my advice would be to go for it. Like, I don't think you will regret it. You will learn the the leadership skills, the soft skills like you talked about, but then also like the practical, like how to actually apply this and use it in your business in a way that feels good. And that was really helpful for me. Thank you so much for sharing. And I mean, three, almost a four times return on your investment is something that we're very proud of. And I love to have these conversations with with our students who are so dedicated to taking action. You know, there are some people who come in here who have to get their return on investment because of, you know, just financially. And I know that that's a goal that we all have, but some people feel like really backed up against the wall. And some people just put the work that we, you know, take the action steps that we are giving and quote unquote prescribing and put them into play. As you look forward into your life as being, into your business life as being a director of operations, what does success look like for you now that you're at this point? Success at this point would be building out the consulting piece of my business. I've actually transitioned into like a more full-time employee position with the current client. And so she is open to me continuing to run my business. And so I'm excited to be able to focus on just selling strategic mapping because I love that service and then building out consulting from there. Oh my goodness. So we started with strategic mapping and we're probably going to end with strategic mapping today. But before we get there, I want everyone to know that we are hearing this more and more and more where our students are finding their ideal or their dream client or somebody that just really lights them up. They like the work that they're doing with them. They feel appreciated and valued because they're coming in at that strategic partnership level. And so it just brings an ease to the relationship and honesty to the relationship, a fulfillment on our side as the operator. And I keep telling you guys, these businesses are scaling faster than ever before. And as a result, leaders are needing other leaders to join them more than they ever have. And the operational space tends to be the place where our CEO, our visionaries, our business leaders are the least equipped. They're stronger on the marketing side. And so the you as a director of operations has an incredible value. And I mean, the landscape is changing and I'm super grateful to be here for it. I'm super grateful that Karison trusted us from the beginning because we are on a momentous ride. And what she just shared with her client that she was in a, probably a fractional, was it a fractional role before? Yes, it was. She saw her value. Karison bought into it. She trusts that this role, this company, this leader is the right place to be. She was invited to come into a full-time capacity and I am seeing that all the time. And the coolest thing that is so different than five, seven, 10 years ago are these business owners are understanding the entrepreneurial market and understanding that you can be entrepreneurial 
meaning all in on their business, and at the same time, still have capacity, a small amount of capacity to do work externally. And I think that that really serves us as operators in both both sides of our brain. And whether that's right, left side, marketing operations, you know, business building and still having that safety of having your income coming in from one source, there's so much satisfaction that happens here. But this is something that was not happening even three years ago at the beginning of the pandemic. It was like, you're in my business or you're not in my business or you're fractional and you're going to be fractional with four or five other clients because you had to do that to bring in the right amount of income for your family. But Times are changing, and I didn't know this before we hopped on, but I'm grateful to hear that. I know that we're hearing that a lot inside of our community, and so just nice to have a face-to-face conversation with someone where you have been able to, I'm putting this in air quotes, work it to to have both the satisfaction or the security of having full-time income and at the same time, the creative energy and the business building side of, you know, standing up additional projects for whatever you want to use that income for. Back in my, you know, when I was doing retainer work and in the same exact place that you are now, Kirsten, I was using that for like discretionary income for our family to take vacations, to put into college funds that we had never funded before to, you know, just extra money to buy a new sofa, to do, you know, just the extra things in life. And then over time, when that became a staple, I got to basically bring home a consistently increased income, which no one's ever going to be sad about that. So it helped me to level set and to increase our income. So congratulations on taking that move. And I'm so excited to hear that. Now the projects in strategic mapping, how do you plan to market your business to sell those as a project moving forward? That's a good question. I struggle with marketing like in full transparency. And so I think like my game plan going forward is really to just focus on selling strategic mapping. And I know like having that session and having that conversation with people, it will open up ways that I can support them. And so my focus really is just on that as the entry piece of working with me and getting to know someone before thinking about other ways that I can support them. And that marketing side, like not having that strength is so common inside of our audience. It's honestly common for me too. It's common for most operationally gifted people because it's a different skill set. The good thing is that you're following a method that's got a box around it and you just have to have the conversation. So it kind of minimizes the amount of marketing because you have the language, you have the process, and now it's just either getting the eyeballs and having the conversation. So Best of luck to you as you continue to become your next best self and doing that through the vein of all of the gifts that you've been given, the innate gifts that I know that you and so many of our listeners have. I'm really, really proud of your success and your action taking too. I know that I'm surrounded by action takers inside of this program, but you stood out enough to where unanimously our group was like, yes, you need to get on the phone with her. She's really put everything that we said to work. You did our case studies. You engaged with our accountability advisors. You attended all of our sessions. You know, you were really a star student and that's what it takes to reach success faster. I believe that everybody who joins us has the tools, the support in the community to be successful But the pace at which you receive that really depends on the action that you're going to take. So thank you for being a great model for our community, our brand, and I wish you so much success as you continue to move forward. 
So for the people that are listening today, if they would like to do a little sneak peek on you, would you like to share where they can find you? Of course. I am most active online on Instagram at Simplified Operations, and you can take a peek at me on my website, www.simplifiedoperations.com. Awesome, Kirsten. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I appreciate your time. Of course. Thank you for having me. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.